Welcome to week 11 of Couples Kissing in the Hallways and Other Mild Irritations. I'm your host, Duckland Nguyen. Now, this week, Mr. Hare asks, what is the most interesting thing you've done for this class so far? And I've got to say, to me, the art project at the very beginning of the class has still been the most interesting project I've done so far. The possibilities for what could have done, considering the criteria was just like a shape inside of a shape, the possibilities for that were pretty much limitless, and so we kind of just ran with that, and we made a sword. Anyway, I mean, we still haven't printed it yet, but it will be, like, to scale, and it will be very cool. Now, in terms of what I've learned from this class that I've actually used outside of class, well, a simple everyday answer is that I used the physics learned in the water movement project to drink out of a straw. How does this work? By sucking on the straw, a low-pressure zone close to a vacuum is created inside the mouth. Since the only fluids that can be sucked into the straw are in the container holding the fluid are the fluid in the cup, the fluid in the cup replaces the gas that used to be in the mouth before it was sucked out, thus allowing the fluid to move against gravity and into the mouth. That's how straws work. That's how my vacuums work, I guess. Now, what exactly is my most interesting is the most interesting thing I've done in this class. Projectile physics has always been interesting to me, like shooting something off and then like just seeing how far it goes. That's why one of the th things I've built with my Lego Mindstorms is like a gun that doesn't work very well, of course. I'm terrible at particle physics and, no, not particle physics, sorry. Projectile physics and frankly, terrible at every other kind of physics but throwing slash shooting stuff is pretty darn fun so I hope we do that this quarter however I don't have any illusions that we'll actually be able to do anything dangerous or strong in the class because well obvious reasons so I guess crossbows and trebuchets are out of the question for this week's burning question Mr. Hare asks us what was the most interesting thing you've learned in math or science? There's a lot, considering I'm kind of into that sort of stuff, but the most prominent example that comes to mind is this really weird intercession course that was offered during like, freshman or sophomore year, I forget. But either way, Nova, uh, Northern Virginia Community College, had a little agreement with our school to come down and teach a class on biotechnology? biomedical technology something like that biotechnology it was a biotechnology course and it seemed pretty cool and interesting and in that class I got to use a micro pipette for the very first time now in case you don't know what a micro pipette is but I'm assuming you do in case you don't know it's basically a pipette which is those weird rubber thingies with a little knob on the end that sucks up water but instead of that it's a large plastic sort of thing. It looks like a really big opaque syringe. And the tip of it is incredibly thin because it only allows for like extremely precise measurements like nanoliters or milliliters might actually be on the bigger end of what a micropipette can suck up because like this is for very very precise 
measurements like a drop, maybe less than a drop. In that class, we also got to use an electrophoresis machine, which is, um, I forget exactly how it works, but it uses some kind of gel and some kind of compound and vinegar. And you use this to analyze proteins, I think. So you put the protein on this gel, I guess, and you put it in the electrophoresis machine. And what it does is that it, I think it, I think it runs an electro electric current through it, and it makes these weird patterns, much like the sound wave patterns I'm looking at right now on Audacity. And it, it makes that, but on the the blue gel. And then you preserve it with vinegar and uh, plastic wrap. Now, unfortunately, I've lost mine. My mom probably threw it away because it smelled like vinegar and fish. But uh, I'm looking forward to do something like that again. In that class, I also learned about genomics, viruses, and fish proteins. Doing simulated lab like that with real lab machinery was pretty fun, and I'm looking forward to doing the same thing with the 3D printers if they're ever actually put in. But enough about this week's burning question. For our couples kissing in the hallways and other mod irritation segment, I figured you all might appreciate this, but it's students who don't turn their work in on time. Like seriously, how hard is it to just do your work and turn it in? Like, your teacher is basically on your back every day telling you to do your work. And at our age, we should probably know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see all of you students with your essays that are due in two weeks that you haven't started. Those good old 2000 word essays. Looking at all of you research students in the same boat, exact same boat. And even these podcasts, even these podcasts. Something as simple as recording yourself talking for about 10 minutes suddenly becomes a chore when there's a grade attached to it. Now I suppose. I suppose there are various factors to consider when talking about students who don't turn in their work. Like, maybe you've got family problems. Maybe they just can't find the motivation to get out of bed every morning. Maybe, maybe it's just too difficult and they're feeling down on their luck. But for me, for me, I'm just incredibly lazy. Now, it's a combination of that, senioritis, and group work. I hate doing group work. As any of you student listeners probably know, I despise doing group work. Ah, uh, oof, oof, and especially the senioritis is hitting quite hard. Oddly enough, just for this class. In every other class, I seem to be on top of my work, except band. I should probably, I record the practice time, but I don't turn it in. I should probably do that. At some point, not not right now, but I should probably do that at some point. But anyway, senior, my senioritis seems to really only affect this class for some odd reason. Probably because it's first block, and probably because it involves doing lengthy podcasts such as this one. But either way, oof, great irritation. Students who don't turn in their work, especially when you remind them, like as a student, and you remind another student, hey, you should probably do your work, and they don't do it, and they're like, oops. I'm feeling like I am currently doing for this class right now, then it's quite perplexing as to why they won't just do their work. It's also um, another thing that sort of ties into this is um, cheating. You, 
if you let your friends cheat off of you and then they fail the exam, who whose fault is it? Guess what? It's both of yours. Because for one, you didn't let your friend actually learn. For another, he's or she's rather taking the easy way out. So really, 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 it's a group effort. Failing is a group effort. Hmm. And that about wraps it up for this week's couples kissing in the hallways and other mild irritation segments. That also wraps it up for our show. So I'll be seeing you next week. Have a nice night.